Happy Saturday, everyone. And you are back listening to Red, White, and Brown with Shreya and Maral from Live. And there's nothing we love doing more than watching movies and media just because we can review it so you don't have to go through the torture of watching it yourself. But surprisingly, this week we had some really good movies and series for you. So nothing that's below a 5 out of 10 from our side. And let's dive right into it. What did we have, Em? Yeah, we, we actually have, um, you know, the thematic for, for this week, for some reason, was single dads. Didn't you think so? Yeah, now that you mention it, I, I am thinking about that. Yeah, so we will start by reviewing Jersey, which hit the theaters, you know, Shahid Kapoor's Jersey, which was a remake of the uh, Tamil movie, right? Alu Arjun's Tamil movie, Jersey, which came out a few years ago. Then we will review Guilty Minds, which is streaming on Prime. It's a legal drama, guys. We absolutely love it, love it, but we'll speak more about it when we come to it. And we will also speak to you about London Files, which is streaming on Sling TV. And on Sling TV, there's an app called Voot. Go check it out. And this is, again, a crime thriller, single dads. So this is a movie, actually, um, again, it is about cricket, but it's not about cricket. It's actually a relationship between a father and a son. Of course, it's the story of a man's undying passion for cricket, but he leaves cricket for a reason. And uh, we, we get to the reason in the very last end, uh, you know, end of the movie, last scene of the movie. However, um, he promises his seven-year-old son that he, he, he actually looks at his seven-year-old son and he, he realizes that for his seven-year-old son, he's a hero when he plays cricket. So he literally does it for his son. And despite the fact that he realizes that as a husband, he might have failed his wife, he, as, as a family, he's not been able to provide to, uh, for his family at many, many junctures. He has failed that entire relationship, but that was one thing he didn't want to fail. He didn't want to fail his son. He didn't want his son growing up thinking that his father was a loser, so he played for his son. So this is a story of um, actually how he overcomes the odds in life and he, he literally plays for his son. At the age of 36, he gets selected for the Indian cricket team. Uh, and yes, it's not a biopic, it's not based on a real life figure, it's not based on, you know, it's not really based on, on anything real. It is a fictional story, but uh, 170 odd minutes, a lot of cricket. It is a remake, a frame by frame remake. I'm told I haven't watched the original uh, Jersey, which is uh, which is also directed by the same writer-director, Gautam Athena Nuri. Um, but uh, I haven't watched the original one, but this of course has the powerhouse performer Shahid Kapoor and his father Pankaj Kapoor. So you put these two Kapoor Kapoors together and these guys are some of the best scenes that I have seen in Indian cinema are these two men together. Um, there were times it's crying um, in the theater because if, you know, the emotional quotient of the movie is high. Uh, but, you know, there were also times of shifting very uncomfortably in the scene because both was terribly wrong, along, you know, it's almost three hours to sitting in the seat. And, uh, of course, it's a lot of cricket. Uh, that. Absolutely. And uh, continuing the story of, um, of um, uh, Arjun Kalvar, uh, you know, uh, 
he's he's a batsman he's uh, one of the best players but when they show him in the 80s he is extremely arrogant he beats up people to a tee what i really missed was the entire backstory of the relationship between arjun and his girlfriend at that time uh, who was a south indian woman called um, uh, vidya and for some reason, Vidya and Arjun, um, Arjun's relationship is not acceptable to Vidya's parents, and they run away and get married with the blessings of his coach, which is Pankaj Kapoor. His name is Bali, and his coach is like um, like Arjun's father. Uh, there's no backstory to Arjun's life. There's no backstory to their relationship, but they get together, they get pregnant, and they have a baby. And at some point in time, he gets a government job because he's a cricketer. He doesn't make it to the Indian team. He doesn't get selected. He drops out of playing cricket. He gets a government job in Food Corporation of India. And a few years later, he gets involved in a scam. And as a part of that scam, he, um, he loses his job and sitting at home. He's literally with a bunch of friends with whom he, he drinks and he plays, uh, well, he gambles and literally loses money. He doesn't take care of his family. So all he does is, but he loves his child. So uh, when his child asks him for the Indian um, jersey, um, that's when, um, you know, all shit hits the roof because he can't afford the $500 and his wife wouldn't give it to him. And uh, that's, uh, that's where the story takes off. That's where he starts feeling really bad about himself. You're listening to Shriya and Moral on Red, White, and Brown from Live. So Moral actually got a chance to go through everything that she liked about the movie, a little bit about the overview, how the movie starts off. We're going to take a little bit of time to ask her, what did you not like about it, Em? If somebody was going to watch this and they had to take away and say, you know what, for these reasons, I would not come back to watch this movie again, what would it be? Well, firstly, it's too long. I, you know, you know, we a we've common complaint. Had, we've always had a problem with Hindi movies being too long, and this is another one. Um, all right, let me just be very honest with you. Um, it there was nothing for a movie uh, that that shows the eighties. It's great memories for someone who grew up in uh, in the nineteen eighties in India. You. In those scenes, Shahid Kapoor looks like a Greek goddess with long hair and chiseled jawline. He looks amazing. Rinal uh, Tucker, who plays his wife, Vidya, looks looks like a doll. But but really, that backstory really dampens the depth of their love and whatever they endure further. What I also felt was so many years later into a remake of the OG that was highly successful. What I really missed out on over here was the fact that the plot was too predictable and which might have been a strength, uh, but it was also a weakness for the movie because uh, it just, uh, the character arcs were so weak that, you know, even they eloped and they see the love, you don't really kind of, um, you, you understand the father-son relationships very well. You understand the relationship of Bali and, and uh, Arjun, you, uh, you understand the relationship of Arjun and Kitu, his son. But apart from that, you just don't understand the family at all. And it sticks to the most comfortable plot. We're going to leave you uh, with, with a verdict. Um, uh, the verdict is definitely going to be... Um, Watch it, watch it as you at your own risk. It is 170 minutes. It's uh, two hours 40, two hours 50 minutes. And it is a lot of time to be spending on a 
on a movie that is very predictable in its story. Uh, even even if you haven't watched the OG, you will find the plot extremely predictable. Hi, I'm Geeta Malik. I'm the writer and director of a movie called India Sweets and Spices, which is releasing in theaters on November 19th. You're watching me on Desis.live. Welcome back. You're here with Shreya and Maral, and you're listening to Red, White, and Brown by Live. And we know you loved our review of Jersey, so we're going to give you another one. And we're switching to a TV series this time. We're going to give you Guilty Minds. And one fun fact is the main actress was me. It was Shreya. I'm Kevin. Right. <laughs> so let's tell, tell, our, tell our listeners and viewers a little bit about Guilty Minds. Guys, Guilty Minds is streaming on Amazon Prime, Prime Video. And it is a legal drama. But this is what's different about this legal drama. It's not a legal drama that you see on television. So if you're used to the legal dramas where, you know, the people are standing in two stands and then somebody comes with a Gita in their hands and somebody else says, Gita per hot rakkar keta hum. All that crap that happens in television series and which does not happen here and does not happen in real courts, by the way, guys. And if you have ever been to a real court, you will know it does not happen. You know how cases fly in courts, one after another, after another, after another. This is exactly the correct depiction of cases. But what is also legally sound in this entire show is the types of cases. So it's a story of two different ideologies of lawyers, but also two different law firms. Um, one is these two, really, they're activist lawyers. They pick up lawsuits that, that suit their ideology. They fight for people who have, they live for a cause to fight for, and they fight for the right thing for, for, pe for people and causes. And so they choose their lawsuits very carefully. And then there is this family-owned Delhi law firm where, you know, the sons and the grandchildren are all partners. But then there is this outsider that granddad likes. This outsider has worked his way as a clerk and, you know, he's kind of, he, he, he's made partner. And the grandson doesn't like him because obviously he is a partner, but the granddaughter who's returned from Harvard Law she likes him and in fact she falls in love with him and so um i also want to tell you guys that um this is a 10-part series and each of the episodes is around 40 to 50 minutes i think yeah i didn't, I didn't really count each of them each of them is 40 50 minutes but uh while there's a recurring a recurring theme behind all of the episodes of course there is you know this animosities. They've been friends of the, the upstart lawyer Deepak and Kashif Kazi, who is Shriya Pilgankar. Um, Varun Mitra is a Deepak um, Kalra. Deepak Kalra, right? Shri? Yeah. Deepak Kalra, who is uh, the lawyer in the Punjabi firm, Khanna and Khanna. And then there is um, this kick-ass um, um, partner to uh, Kashif Kazi, uh, Vandana, Vandu, who's Suganda Garg, and she is just smart as hell. Um, but she also is in a lesbian relationship with, the parents don't know they're in a lesbian relationship. And those scenes are especially funny, especially when her partner's mother comes and visits. So all of them, them, them have their lives and, you know, they, 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 they're cases that come their way that are 
there are cases that belong to this era where technology has, you know, we face this in our lifetime, where technology is far smarter than law. I hope you stayed tuned until after that lovely, lovely song so that we can give you the ending of what the exciting case was. Em, take it away. Um, I'm most interested in, in the kind of legal cases that they spoke about, but I'll tell you why the legal cases made sense. It's also because uh, the creator of the show, by the way, um, I, I don't know if you know this, um, Shreya, the creator of the show is a lady called Shefali Bushan. Am I saying that correctly? That is right. And she's not only the writer, but she's also the co-director. And she comes from a family of attorneys. And her father, yes. Shanti Bushan, I have heard. who was the former law minister of India. And her brother, Bushan oh. Bushan, is also an activist and a lawyer. So I can actually understand how she understands law, but I also understand where all these cases are coming from and how she has realistically written this show to be so legally sound. And, and you know, her characters sound so real as well. So I absolutely love the fact that she was able to pull this through to be so sound. That was a very important aspect of I think. What I love is when shows not only do their research, but they bring in people to create the story that have an official background in it. I think it makes it so much more authentic. Because these are really questions we should be asking because we live in the world that these things are happening in. You are listening to Red, White, and Brown with Shreya and Maral from Live, And we left off with M telling us about a super interesting case on alterations and... I believe not necessarily well, alterations, yeah, but it was. I, I was going to talk about two other cases. The first one uh, that they covered was the one with a self-driving car. And oh, the question that the judge was actually going to preside over was, and the facts of the case were that uh, a self-driving car was driving home a kid from a boarding school and a guy walked uh, across a highway and the car stopped because it wants to save a passenger. A taxi that was driving behind the car at a certain speed came towards the self-driving car and the self-driving car actually backed up to take, get itself out of the way to save the passenger. What ended up happening was there was another collision where the car, cab also got into an accident. But the whole premise was that for the self-driving car, the safety of its passenger was paramount. So what it did was because it calculated using its AI um, algorithm that the cab was definitely gonna hit them because it was coming at a certain speed and the cab driver wasn't watching where it was where he was going. So it moved in a way that the collision would happen to the front of the car and not to the back so that the kid is safe. So the question for the judge was, the question for the judge was, is the, is the self-driving car okay? in saving its own passenger and not the other people on the road. So it was so interesting to, to actually have it pop up in a show on a court. And, and the, the lawyers kept fighting about it with the judge and the judge is so confused about it. And then they had this 
guy from uh, from the self-driving car tech department come over and try to yes. explain the algorithm oh it was so interesting and let me tell you that this is a moral question for a lot of self-driving technology for a lot of deep learning technology as well uh, a few years ago mit uh, mit has moral machine as an online platform where they ask questions like this for ai because they want to make sure ai has some morality so they got around I think they got around 2 million responses from around 233 questions when to 233 countries where they, when they asked the question of uh, how human are, should the decisions like this be, especially when made by, by AI, by made by artificial intelligence. But on average, people first wanted to spare human lives over animals. Then the second uh, was that they wanted to save more lives over fewer, and they also wanted to set priority to younger people over older ones. Have you ever watched a movie called The Circle? Yes! Oh my god, I've read the isn't book as well! Isn't this like kind of the same concept where, if you guys haven't watched it, this show is not the one where we go over the circle, but absolutely but 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 yeah we highly recommend right. it if you haven't it's watched a, it it right. is on it is actually on amazon prime as well so oh okay it's yeah it's a it's a pretty old one but it's like not old as in like before I, I highly recommend I the think. book as well if you if you absolutely i recommend the book too um the other case i want to bring up is the dating uh, app because that's so relevant to our lives because we all are on dating platform, yeah. guys. We we know you're on Tinder, even if you don't tell us. We know you're on OkCupid. But yeah. every dating app uses bots. And the case that was brought forward in the show was where um, this girl, her friends, um, uh, because she's a lawyer, her friends come out to her and say, "Hey, we're all on the same app. We paid 10k to to actually get access to elite profiles of girls." So, she, uh, so I remember when they go to the judge and judge. So the judge asks asks him, "So elite profiles?" So they're like, "Yo, they're like seven or eight on eight. So judge is like, "What do you mean seven or eight? And the, judge, the lawyer has explained to judge as him. Eight on ten, seven on ten. Judge, judge gives gives them that look. Is it okay? You're actually rating women. <laughs> but having said that, this is you know this is talk. All right, like locker room talk. But dating apps use chatbots and chatbots are like coded software and they simulate users and they try to use natural language processing. And sometimes they scam users um, and sometimes they they use advanced techniques to mimic human conversational patterns. So dating app bots can fool people into opening your hearts. They can fool people to opening your wallets. They, so, so yes, people be very careful with dating apps. Just make, make sure, you know, photos don't look too perfect. Uh, you just do a reverse Google search to see if, if a photo looks too perfect, do a reverse Google search, go to Google images and, and upload that uh, photo to see where it's been picked from. <laughs> Uh, if the profile re responds uh, immediately or ask a weird question, if the, if the answer doesn't make sense, you know it is a bot. So there are ways for you to figure out if it's a bot or not. <laughs> so we absolutely, absolutely love the show, guys. And um, Shreya, you want to say something? No, I was just going to say I loved it. I think that originally when I had told M that I was like, I am not somebody who's into crime shows. I really am not. I know I'm I'm like sick and tired of like hearing about the legal system, hearing about these battles that, you know, 
the underdog eventually like they were correct and they get their compensation and I'm like yeah 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 but the thing about the this specific show that I can really really appreciate is that the cases as Moral has mentioned are so relevant to modern day society like sometimes we see these cases and they're just like so a little far out of reach that you're like I can't like I cannot touch on that I cannot even say anything I genuinely don't know what it's like to be in those shoes but they're they are like catered to like the middle like middle upper middle working class you like I as an Indian American can even relate to some of these cases they're very like tech centered they're modern day like society conversational patterns or friendship patterns or relationship patterns centered and they really talk about like the interconnected direction that society is heading in and each case has a lot of those questions where you're like there really is no right or wrong answer for this example, is this it. is what i lo- love about law and uh, law is not about it, it's it's not coded it's not about what's mm-hmm. coded it's about what you can prove it's about how right. a decision falls what you can wh- how you can actually argue something intelligently to to create to create a scenario that that influences the judge to give you a decision it, you could actually reverse precedence based on the way you argue a case and just the construct of it how you construct the facts matter it doesn't matter what the facts are how you construct them matters right i remember right. that that case of cases that cola factory they had literally the case in their hands but the way the the deepak really constructs the case mm-hmm. he he constructed a defense to to that thing he, he completely destroys their entire case yeah exactly and it's crazy i want to give a shout out to the casting people for the show because the casting was phenomenal a lot of new actors that we hadn't seen before but also i want to give a shout out to <laughs> our perennial hottie if I don't Chandra is going to kill me because she already gave him a shout out a couple of times and that is Pranay Pachauri you know for the last couple of years every time she sees a show of his she calls him the perennial hottie and he's here in the show and we want to make sure he gets a shout out from us and good job yeah he's made it to the top of our hunk hot list for this week then done he always was there but yes you're back here again Pranay and keep going because hey we're looking at you Hi this is Neha Sharma and you're listening to me on desi.live You are now listening to Red White and Brown with Shreya and Paul from desi.live and we just finished reviewing Guilty Minds which we highly recommend we actually gave it a full 10 out of 10 and we highly recommend you guys watch it we haven't seen something that good come out of Indian TV series in a while so you should You know, if you don't have time in your day, make time to go watch it. It's that good. And we're going to switch gears and start talking about London Files. Would you like to give an overview, M? Yes, absolutely. Now, first and foremost, Arjun Rampal. Okay. Overview done. <laughs> But yes, this <laughs> is the story. <laughs> But All yes. right, we're signing off for today, guys. <laughs> that was a review arjun rampal yes but this is a story of a media baron who is also a sponsor of an immigration bill and his daughter goes missing and a homicide detective is um, is uh, assigned to the case and he is uh, a troubled homicide detective amaroy 
And that's Arjun Rampal. And the Troubled Media Baron is Purup Kohli. And they're together in the show in six episodes of right, 40 minutes, 50 minutes each or so. Yes, something that's what, uh, and he he's a London metropolitan detective and he has a really troubled past because his son had in his school shot dead his classmates. And his son is in jail because of that. And uh, Roy's daughter Maya goes missing. And uh, when Arjun starts, uh, uh, Arjun Rampal's character, it's um, Om Singh, starts uh, investigating all the um, fingers point towards Amaroy himself being responsible for his daughter's disappearance and death. And he arrests uh, him, but then uh, after the arrest, certain things come up where he starts doubting his own investigation. And there are some links between uh, the disappearance of uh, Roy's uh, daughter, Maya, and uh, the, it's somehow linked to his son's uh, behavior in killing his classmates. So that is a 30,000 feet overview. Shreya, you want to talk? For sure I do. So I think that there is a portion of this show that I think, yeah, we, you know, there's a detective, he's led by his past, the case is personal, and now he's trying to decide like what happens, right? I can't say we haven't seen that one happen before. I mean, if anything, I have seen that more times than not, where you see these people who are, I don't know, part of the police force, part of some special task force, some kind of detective, somebody who searches for, you know, in these criminal types of cases, and their personal life gets interjected into it. Did I think that the show had any kind of exciting plot line all on its own? Not particularly, at least not in my view, because we see that we see that like basically, you know, she's like they've had this really troubled relationship and she's never really like gotten along with her father, the daughter, um, by the way, Maya has never really gotten along with her dad. And now he's trying to decide he's like, I, he's trying to chase after her without really knowing too much about her because their relationship was constantly so strained. And like, she literally lived away from her family because she was in college for the most part. So he doesn't really have any kind of idea. And he's going off of like her basics of, of like everything around her. Like he's talking to her roommate, Carol. Um, he's got his like, his teenage son is in jail. I was like, there are so many aspects of this show that are just kind of clouded. Like one, I think they introduce a lot of unnecessary characters. And then two, I think that, that like the way he chases the trail, he automatically gets like a bit of suspicion from, from like different, like without full thought out ideas. He's like picking up suspicion from everything everyone's saying, right? Like there's this part where he's like, oh yeah, Amr, um, you know, the father is like completely the person he's like suspicious that he's like, oh, she has something to do with the girl's um, disappearance. And I'm like, okay, but like, we've what? seen it. We've exactly. seen it happen. Exactly. And what? No, so, so this is my problem. Number one, um, uh, he, he, of course, is disturbed. He's smoke, he's snorting cocaine and God knows what all. Why is he back on the case of snorting cocaine? Exactly. That's right. my number one. Yeah. Like, Secondly, is it redemption? Why does a girl who's born brought up in London have such a heavy Indian accent? Indian accent. I was like, yep. you know, this she's British. easily found a kid, an actor in, in England who would have done the daughter role. 
an Indian Indian British kid who who'd done a daughter role would have had the accent. Why can't it be authentic about characters? I have a question about that. So mm-hmm. did, was that a was that a choice? Did they decide that their Indian audience wouldn't maybe understand completely if the character had a full on British accent? Or were they just not able to find somebody? I, did, I don't think so. Enough. There were know. other actors with an accent. Listen, okay. there were, uh, I, what was the show that I was watching yesterday that had, that had yes, this show, um, uh, the legal show that we just reviewed, it had, it had the Himachal accent in it, right? The Himachal linguist. Did, yeah. you, did you understand any of it? Not really. Did it spoil your pleasure of watching the show or understanding what was going on? I mean, I was already. It didn't even have English subtitles to it. Exactly. I think there's so many issues with this show that I think is okay. And the reason I think it's safe is because you don't expect this concept of the underground cult of immigrants on, on that this show that we watched, London Files, which That's is streaming on Root Select, which is on Sling TV here in America. And we have actors like Purab Kohli and Sapna Pabi, which really, I mean, those two amazing actors had literally nothing to do. I know that Arjun Brownfall is literally working with Purab Kohli after so many years. The last time they worked together was Rock On with Farhan Akhtar. I, I guess it was like 20 years ago or so. I don't even remember how many years ago, but those guys were so good together. There's so much chemistry between these two actors. But I didn't see any of that exploited in this entire show. If you put these two amazing underrated actors together, they could have done so much more, but you did not. Oh, sorry. But also to this, you added this entire concept of an underground cult. Let's talk about that, Shreya. Let's talk about that. I think that is the only thing that saves the show, but I also think the only reason it saves the show is because you don't see it coming. Like, yes, British Indian, the concept of like British Indians, and you're like, okay, there's definitely going to be the idea of immigration addressed, but a whole cult of immigrants, and they're just like, they're on some like deep mission, which I want to, I like, Ken, I don't want to tell you guys because I know it will ruin the story. At the same time, you're just like, it just like, hits you in the face so you see this you see the detective underground has, like, sewer in a, yeah literally an underground sewer so you're hit with the fact that this there's this detective who literally is like needs therapy and meds and vapes and whatever to keep his sanity check because his son served jail time for being a school shooter who's tracking down the case of this father who might have murdered his daughter like everything about this show seems like literally like anything that can go batshit wrong is has already gone wrong so you're like why is this man the one who's like going after another father-daughter case when his own relationship with his child is like a complete mess so that's already where the story seems utterly wrong and then you're like there's an literal immigrant testimony that actually leads this guy on this trail and i'm like what is happening absolutely yeah. Absolutely. Then that is Manveer Baba. And if you want to listen to it more, we suggest you keep listening to Red, White, and Brown with Sharia and Moral where they see that live. Whatever you say about the show, I am in love with Arjun Rampal. <laughs> <laughs> you have to Guys, that's Rampal. what saved the show. Mm-hmm. It's it. Yeah, that's what saved the show. It's Arjun Rampal. He did. 
He did. I mean, did. I have loved this guy for the longest time. And Arjun Rampal does it for me. He is yes. so cool. He's so suave. He has this voice. He's just, even when he's looking the dorkiest, he's the sexiest. <laughs> and he's the only thing that you're really like, it's eye candy watching him on on in the show. He's so like, he's so charming like the charisma just oozes from his character and you're like i want i want more screen time for him but crazy enough yeah, you don't get my, my, my only thing with with this entire thing was why is he wearing why is he wearing wearing that those pants why can't he wear jeans <laughs> you know, it's like why why can't, why why can't i dress him properly for the show <laughs> Guys, that is why we took four points off for our room because not for anything else, because the costume designer, you were all uh, fire no, that person right no, now. Mm-mm. No, we need we he's need urgent urgent in his and his tees and jeans back. We we find out like what happened to Maya, what happened to like Om's son. Mm-mm. It wasn't a good wrap-up for me. What about you, M? Well, you know, um, yeah, it wasn't. I watched it for Arjun and Purab. They didn't give Purab, Purab a lot of screen time, so I was very disappointed about that. There's one scene that stuck with me throughout, and that's what I'm going to leave you guys with before I'm going to play another song. And that scene was when, remember, Amar says to Om, oh, it says, it's okay to be a bad father. You don't have to be perfect, right? So I'll leave it there. And we haven't really rated the series very high. And that's also because we thought that the story really lacked a lot of logical substance. It wasn't bad on logic. It wasn't, I mean, it wasn't illogical like a lot of stuff that we review, but it was, it could have been cut down. It was, it was too drearily long. And that entire underground cult was a little, yeah. Right. Mm. And I was like, if you want to bring all these elements in the story, you perfectly can. You just need to think about how how they make sense together, right? I, at this point, so I felt they, like they wanted to throw you had so many surprises. They didn't so know how many. to even, like... Absolutely sure. And they had access to so many powerhouse actors like Arjun Rampal and Purab. Going, you can literally use the two of them together, infuse so much energy into the show. This could have been a brilliant show. It could have had you used them together. But having said that, um, go watch it. It's playing on Root. It's on Sling TV. Have fun watching it and let us know what you think of Arjun Rampal because we love him here. We do. And we sadly can get to the end of our show. You are at the end of Red, White, and Brown with Shreya and Moral from Live. We will see you next week. We have so much watch next week that we are literally going crazy just thinking about how are we going to watch so much. But we will. <laughs>